Welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Diogène Tirandekoura. On this show, you will discover the realities, the successes and the struggles of business management and information technology consultants in the fast-moving B2B world. So stay tuned if you want to know more about what it takes to have a consulting lifestyle. My guest today is Christopher Stafford. Chris is the agent unleashed. Basically, today he helps and coach a lot of real estate agents into uh, scaling their business. Uh, but he also has a um, very interesting story because he started as a as a consultant in accounting with uh, Price Waterhouse and Coopers for over 10 years and then he switched towards the real estate industry and now he's building a life of massive abundance and this is what we will be talking about uh, during this uh, interview that is a bit shorter than uh, than usually because it would be uh, an interview of uh, under 25 minutes but uh, without further ado let's have christopher stafford on the show Hello and uh, welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle to Chris, <laughs> uh, which is Christopher Stafford in, uh, in full, if I want to say the full name. Uh, how are you, Chris? <laughs> Doing well. Thanks for having me on, Diogene. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and uh, it's unusual. I think you're the second, you are the second guest uh, that is uh, active in the, in the real estate uh, industry. Um, but we will be talking a bit about real estate, but also a lot about uh, everything that goes on with uh, entrepreneurship because you, you managed to uh, create a, a, a great amount of wealth while still uh, maintaining a, a decent or great uh, lifestyle. Uh, but uh, let's uh, start by uh, first having you uh, sharing your uh, part of your career story. <laughs> sure th thing. And Dijin, I have to tell you, because you're so special, I even wore cologne for you today. Ah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, uh, born and raised in Detroit, Midwestern boy, and uh, I worked for, uh, just sort of fell right out of college. I fell into accounting, became a CPA right away, and I worked for PricewaterhouseCoopers for 11 years. Um, and then I realized after 11 years that I hated that job. <laughs> and so uh, I wanted to do something that uh, was my passion. And one of my passions was real estate. And a friend of mine talked me into going to real estate here in San Francisco. And I've been selling real estate as a listing agent here in San Francisco for my gosh, since like 1937. <laughs> or something like that. That's, no, that's actually, it's far, probably, far away, no? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've probably been selling real estate for, God, over 25 years here. Okay. okay. Um, and then in addition, what happened is after selling real estate about 10 years ago, I wrote a book called Massive Abundance. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I decided that I want to start coaching people and coaching real estate agents especially. And I created a program where now I do a group coaching uh, all around the country here in the United States. So yeah, have a lot of fun doing it. Ah, perfect. And I think uh, you, uh, what you mentioned at the start is that you started the eleven. You worked for eleven years at Pricewaterhouse as an uh, in accounting, and uh, you uh, you you hated it. So I'm curious because at the moment myself and uh, a lot of the audience are at that transition stage or have done that transition. So after having worked for some years, you want to do something that maybe you you just like. So how how did the, the idea to uh, start in real in the real estate industry? Uh, come? That's a really good question, Dijin. Um, 
you know, I just was like going home every night, just like I was crying on the inside. The cool thing about uh, being a CPA is I was really good at it and I made a lot of money doing it. I just hated it. <laughs> so, and, but it took me, you know, I'm not that quick on the uptake sometimes. And it took me 11 years to sort of figure it out. And I was just having uh, coffee with a good friend of mine who was a real estate agent. And I was like, I was really always uh, passionate about it. And I says, you know, I need to do something else. I want to do something else. And, you know, actually I was going to become a real estate appraiser. And then he talked me out of it and uh, he mentored me to become a real estate agent because, you know, my feeling in life is that it's just life's too short to be doing stuff that you don't really want to be doing. And, and when you have a lot of joy and passion in, in what you're doing and helping people, um, you know, that just makes life worth living, you know. And what that did for me personally, you know, talking about what goes to the, probably a lot of the people that you're talking to or that are watching this is that, you know, being a real estate, being an entrepreneur in general is great because you can really make your own hours. And so if you want to yeah. move away for three weeks and take a trip, whatever. So there's a lot of flexibility in it. And so that really appealed to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great. Uh, and then uh, you say real estate listing agent. Maybe for uh, people that are not uh, familiar with the real estate industry like me, uh, what mm -hmm. is meant by real estate listing uh, agent? Listing agent means that I primarily work with sellers. So you can either work with sellers or buyers. And so what I do is I like to list homes for sale. Um, and one of the things that you find out really fast when you're, set, when you're in a real estate agent is if you're working with a seller and a buyer comes along and buys that buys the house and it falls apart, then you can find another buyer for that house. You're always part of the deal. But if you're working with buyers, uh, sometimes the buyers can just go away and then you're never really going to have any commission income from it. So I learned really easy, uh, really early on that it's, a, it's better and more lucrative to actually work with sellers. And so that's what I decided to do. Yeah, yeah, because it leads you to to meet a uh, potential buyer or actual buyers always. So uh, yes, okay, yes, I, uh, yeah. I I understand. Uh, perfect. And uh, then uh, fast forward in the real estate industry. Ten years ago, you uh, you wrote a book, and now you are working with uh, you're working with other agents. So what is the the uh, assortment of things that you're doing uh, uh, today? What, what is your typical work week? Huh. Interesting. Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, one of the reasons I wrote the book and one of the reasons I started coaching real estate agents is that I really wanted to help people. And I thought that part of my life that I enjoy the most and part of my life that brings me the most joy. And I realized this as a CPA, helping corporations, as a real estate agent, you know, helping sellers and also as a coach, a real estate coach. I think it, what for me, what brings me the greatest amount of joy and what really I love doing is helping other people achieve their dreams. And I think that is like the greatest thing, you know, doing a call like this with somebody, you know, as brilliant as this show and you are talking to somebody on the phone, a coaching client who that when that coaching client really gets it and they say, oh, my God, that's a great idea. You know, I can live off of that stuff for days, you know, because I love you know, I just you know, love that. So what it means for me is just being a lot more joyful, a lot more passionate and a lot more present. And I think that that is one of the part of the lifestyle thing that I think is really important because a lot of us entrepreneurs get so caught up in the day to day and you probably more than anybody I know, probably know that, you know, we can get caught up in doing things at hundred miles an hour and we forget to be really conscious about what we're doing. Being an entrepreneur and the lifestyle it's afforded me is just to like step back and okay, just be more conscious about what kind of people I'm hanging out with. 
Um, what, what am I eating? What am I drinking? Am I taking time off? Am I meditating? Am I doing all the right things? You know, that are going to bring me joy. So I think the biggest thing is just having that flexibility to be in that state of joy. Uh, because I don't know anything else. Um, I mean, if you're working for a corporation or you're working for the man, you know, it's hard <laughs> to do that. Indeed, you, know indeed. I mean? you, don't, you don't have that flexibility. You don't have that uh, uh, that freedom of choice. Yes, uh, yes. With regards absolutely. to, um, and when you uh, you 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 started in uh, in real estate uh, with real estate listing, uh, you maybe were going at a uh, hundred, I don't know, hundred miles an hour. I want to say, yeah. uh, were you always working as a solo uh, a real estate agent, or you started to build a team, or you were part of a team? I worked as a team. I started off by myself and then I realized early on that uh, as a real estate agent in particular, that you can leverage yourself. It's probably very similar to you know most entrepreneurs. You can leverage yourself if you have more of a team. And I found it was really much easier uh, for me to get a buyer's agent so I could work solely with um, sellers, get a buyer's agent and get a secretary and admin person that basically helps me. So we're basically a team of three. And uh, it's really lean. I like it that way because um, I don't, you know, I don't want to spend the biggest thing that I don't want to do is I don't want to spend a lot of time managing people. I don't want to spend a lot of time managing a huge organization because that's not what I'm about. That's why I left accounting. That's why I left being a CPA because, you know, all that administrative work and, you know, all that managing work. That's the stuff I'm not into. What I'm into is like meeting new people, being on this show, you know, meeting new sellers, meeting new coaching clients. I love that, but I don't yeah. like that other part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. So you really, you really optimize the use of your time. And is that is that what is uh, some of the messages that you have put in your in the book that you wrote uh, ten years ago? So ma- massive abundance. Massive abundance. Yeah, it is uh, massive abundance. How to create passion, purpose, and prosperity in your life. And yeah, basically what, yes, you know, there's a lot of stuff about leverage, but basically what we did is we just came up with seven steps, uh, my uh, business writing partner and I, and what we did is we sort of like all the things that you need to do to build your success. You sort of need to do one before you do the other. And I really like the book itself because it sort of is a building block on what really what you should be doing. And one of the best parts about the book too, which is really ties into why I like helping people and coaching is to me in my own mind, all of us entrepreneurs, we need to be really successful in all areas of life so that we get to a point that like a big circle that we can turn around and help other people. And so that's step seven is basically giving back to other people. And that's why I love the the coaching that I'm doing for these real estate agents. I have coaches. I'm coaching like people that have been in the business 30 years. I'm coaching people that have been in the business six months. And, you know, it's just, it's amazing to, like I said, to, you know, be able to give back to people. And again, just the, the feeling of joy and just the happiness that, that brings is just amazing. Aye, and uh, a good, uh, good segue with regards to the, the, the coaching that uh, you, are, uh, you are doing. Uh, since, uh, so now we are in at the end of August 2020. And since uh, somewhere in March, uh, we are in, we are living in a pandemic, uh, at least in North America. It started uh, uh, somewhere in March. Uh, how did that uh, impact uh, the work that you do with those uh, those coaches? Uh, has your message, uh, no, not your message, but uh, do their their questions, did they change or did their behavior change? Et you know, I think, you know, I'll put it to you this way. And it's like any entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. um, I would say there's two things that you really have to look at. One is strategy. 
and then two is tactics. And your strategy doesn't change just because there's a pandemic or there's forest fires. As I'm speaking right now in San Francisco, the air quality is so bad, I can't see the house across the street from me. And it's terrible. I mean, we're just going through so much stuff here in California. But the strategy doesn't change. The strategy is your overall picture of really what you want to do. The tactics, which to me are like your day-to-day activities, yeah, certainly a pandemic is going to change that. Because, yeah, you're right, the first, what was it? Yeah, it was about March. Wasn't it mid-March or the end of March that basically San Francisco itself shut down? We could not show property. And so we went for two months without really doing anything. We couldn't, you know, show property. We couldn't meet with people. Uh, and then after that broke, uh, and about two months later, they started letting us show property. And I've had like the busiest summer I've ever had in 25 plus years. Uh, but the tactics did change. And I basically advise people on how they should change their tactics. But the overall strategy in terms of what you need to do, and it's all the same. You know, all of us entrepreneurs need to do the same thing. You know, we need to get out there. We need to create business. And basically right now, and it's all about relationship marketing. You know, it's all about belly-to-belly marketing, getting out there and meeting people. Yeah, totally uh, totally agree. I think there was a, a similar similar uh, events in the in Canada, or at least in Montreal, because I'm based uh-huh. in Montreal, uh, where uh, in the first uh, weeks, uh, first few months, uh, yes, it was completely forbidden to, to go anywhere. Uh, but uh, right now, and I, I don't know if you're aware of that, but it's it's part of Montreal. There, there has never been as many transactions as now. It's like there is a boom at the, at the moment. Yes, yes, exactly. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact. See, I think that what what happened with this pandemic, which is sort of like an external, the pandemic is an external effect on the market. It doesn't really have an effect. I mean, how can I say this? It's not really the underlying market, the underlying real estate market, the stock market, the bond market is still pretty sound fundamentally. Um, and so I think that once we were able to come out of this sort of pandemic, I think we're going to come out of it pretty strong. But right now, when we were able to show property, I think there's just a lot of people that are saying, okay, the interest rates are really low. And here's the other thing too, Eugene, is that a lot of people are redefining on what's important with their home and the whole their whole sense of home. And so a lot of people are saying, okay, now's the time to buy. Now's the time I should be. And a lot of people are saying, okay, I'm going to get out of cities. And I want to get out into the suburbs and buy a house in the country where there's a lot more space. True. And so it's just changed the way we're thinking about housing. So I think in the housing market around the country, I'm hearing stories about this all the time, that if this is one of the strongest real estate markets we've had. Yeah, 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 for sure. I guess, uh, yeah, living downtown maybe can be less attractive because uh, so many companies are uh, accepting uh, working remotely. And uh, and people yeah. don't want to necessarily live in tall high rises with a, hundreds of other people around them. You know, they want to be more like out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind being stuck there as well. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> uh, you manage to uh, and uh, you manage to multiply your income as a as a real estate uh, uh, agent uh, while keeping a, a normal lifestyle. So basically, not having to work uh, eighty or ninety hours per week. Do you have any any tips uh, to to mention to that? Because it can be interesting for uh, consultants. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to hear that uh, vodka, drink a lot of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and and for those who don't like vodka, drink a lot of rum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, you know, I think that it's really important in this day and age as an entrepreneur that um, right now I I do only the things that are important. And, and the truth is, Eugene, I'm not really working all that hard. 
Um, I've got a coaching business. I've got a real estate business in San Francisco. And I have a, I, I spend, a, well, I used to spend a large time in part of the year in Panama where I have a second home. <laughs> I probably work 30, 40 hours a week, maybe. Um, and that is because number one, I'm doing, I leverage a lot to other people. So not only do I have a team of three people, but I also, I'm using virtual assistants to do things for me. Uh, so I'm leveraging as much as possible. Also, again, coming back to that whole concept of being conscious, I think it's really important for us to really maintain our physical health, our spiritual health, and know, and do the things that's really important. Because I think when you don't lead a conscious lifestyle, I think it's really easy for us to just, like you said, go 100 miles an hour. The next thing you know, it's two years later and you haven't really accomplished anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the other thing, I also have this theory about goal setting. I, I set goals that are very large. So <laughs> I, I always say this. I love saying this. is I have never achieved one of my goals in the last okay. 25 years because my goals are so large that I keep failing each year at an increasing rate, if that makes sense. Okay, so, yeah. so you have a few, uh, one or two examples to give and uh, say how it helped you to, to have those, uh, those goals? Yeah, well, you know, like for instance, you know, let's just say, take an example, when I was first starting out, my first year of selling real estate, I want to make $100,000, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the time, I'm starting out making zero, right? Yes. And the very first year, I think I made $60,000. This is like 25 years ago. That was a lot of money. Which is huge, yeah. But I, I didn't hit the $100,000. And so the following year, I set my goal at $200,000. <laughs> and, you know, I just kept setting higher goals. And then that year, I think I only made, I don't think I even, I maybe made 100, maybe 90 or 100. But I kept increasing each year. But I just set really, really exciting goals. You know, for instance, like, you know, I have goals right now that I just, you know, I want to have a certain amount of money in the bank. I want to have a certain amount of time off per year. Yeah, I try to take 12 weeks out of the year off. Um, and one of the reasons I do this too is because, and I have it right here, every day I'm writing them all down in a journal, every single day, my goals, is because I like to look at them, especially when I'm picking up the phone and I have to make that one call and I'm thinking, eh, I don't want to make that call. I know I can look at my goals and get excited about it because my goals are exciting. Okay, yeah. I may not hit my goals every year, <laughs> but but my goals are pretty exciting. So I think, so all that taken in totality, I think is really important for an entrepreneur. Yeah, true, true. Uh, you, uh, you remind, it's important. Uh, it would be an audio, but I have seen that he, Chris showed me his journal. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's true, it's very important to have those reminders uh, on a daily basis about what you actually want to, uh, uh, want, really Absolutely. want to achieve. Uh, otherwise we are uh, led by whichever uh, things uh, come, come, uh, come at us. Exactly. Exactly. So, so uh, very interesting because you said uh, you 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 like to take uh, uh, about uh, about twelve weeks uh, per year or at least several weeks per year uh, off, and mm-hmm. um, you you will devote that to uh, to more uh, f- family or relatives uh, time or doing some kind of sports or. Uh, yeah, it's a really good question. Um, I, I'm not one to just lay on the beach, and you would think that I have a. I have a condo in Panama. You'd think I'd be on the beach every time, you know, every day. <laughs> 85 degrees and sunny there every day. Um, but, you know, what I do is I do a lot of reading and exercise. Those are my two really big hobbies. So I used to be a big runner. Uh, used to be a huge swimmer until they, sh- they closed all the pools. Uh, hopefully they're going to open the pools really soon. 
So um, yeah, exercising and reading for me is really important too. And I never really sort of, you know, it's very rare the way I work, my brain works, that I totally 100% shut down. And that's one of the reasons I meditate every single day to just try to shut everything out. Um, but even if I'm in Panama, I may work and I like doing this too, because it gives me sort of a sense of purpose. I, I could easily work for two or three hours a day, you know, make my coaching clients, uh, make my coaching calls, you know, connect with some uh, real estate clients, connect with my business partner, and then just take the rest of the day off and go for a long walk or go for a swim or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just, I never really truly 100% unwind. The only way I actually, the only time I really unwind, I have to go really far away. I have to go to another country far away, okay. like to Europe or something. Yeah, there you have uh, less, um, I mean, you, you don't, you're not used to go there, so uh, you, you're completely then uh, disconnected. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And uh, in terms of um, uh, clients, so you, say, you say you work with your coaching clients, I assume that the, the way you acquire clients if you're doing it like actively, it's through referrals. No, I don't understand what you're, what was the question? Yeah, I was, I was asking if, uh, um, so you have now a coach coaching clients and yep. uh, the way you got them was through, uh, through referrals in the industry or. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I do a couple things. Number one is um, I do talks. I like to go out and speak in public. Uh, so that's one thing I do. I love to be interviewed on podcasts like this gorgeous show that you have. Um, I do a lot of work on LinkedIn, uh, and I actually reach out to real estate agents on LinkedIn and develop relationships with them. Uh, those are three of the primary ways that I try to meet new real estate agents in Canada and in uh, the United States. Okay, okay, perfect. So uh, I think we have uh, we have approached. Uh, we have discussed about a lot of uh, a lot of subjects. So the, you know, there is your book, your uh, business model, what you were doing before, what you are doing now. Uh, and uh, thanks uh, for all the, the information that you provided. And now I have the last question of the show, which is uh, the, the which comes from the name of the show, basically, and uh, uh, consulting lifestyle. Uh, when you hear that, uh, what does that mean to you? To me, a consulting lifestyle means freedom. It means having the freedom to create your own schedule. It, and this is an important thing, too. It means having the freedom to work with the people that you want. Because I can tell you from being in the business for over 25 years, there are a lot of crazy people out there that are just going to burn your energy and burn your time. And I, I am very good at firing clients mm-hmm. that I don't want to be with. And so, <laughs> yeah, to me, having a consulting lifestyle is, it means freedom. And then it means just the first word to me that comes to mind is really the word joy. And it's like the yeah. joy to be able to help other people. And me in particular, I just love being able to add value and help people achieve their dreams because I could, like I t- said before, I can live off that for days, days. Yeah, 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 perfect. Uh, that's, a great, uh, that, that's a great one. And it's important to be able to fire your own client uh, as, a, as a consultant <laughs> as well. It's, it's so important. Uh, and then uh, I think you mentioned it uh, as well, but uh, where can uh, people primarily find you? Absolutely. Uh, go to my website. My website is theagentunleashed.com. And I don't know if you can put that in the show notes, but Eugene, yeah. anybody that hits me up and contacts me on my website, it's theagentunleashed.com. Uh, give me a call uh, or say hi, send me an email, and I'll send you a copy of uh, a free copy of my book, Massive Abundance. 
Perfect. Uh, thank you very much, Chris. Uh, it was uh, it was a pleasure and wonderful. And uh, hopefully, you will be able to go to Panama soon again. <laughs> yes, yes, please. I hope. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. thank you for listening to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. Leave a review on iTunes if you have enjoyed the episode. And subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified to hear other episodes with your host, Diogène Tirandecoura.